I am Jeff. They call me Bruce. Guinea John coming at you. And it is time to buckle up, because you are taking the cynic route. Where raunchy wit and nostalgia meet bootleg intellect. We got pessimistic minds and optimistic hearts. If you're easily offended, then it's time that you depart. A bunch of dicks from Baltimore trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and what this life's about. Taking the cynic route. On this episode, we talk about poop stories, Cirque du Soleil, where raspberry flavoring comes from, uh, Italians... Science fiction versus fantasy, uh, and way too much about my ass. So enjoy. First episode of Taking the Cynic Route. So, yeah. How do you get through your day? You're pretty, uh, you can't really listen to headphones, obviously. Do you ever, what do you do on your breaks, for instance? Um, there's always work to be done. Yeah. You know, is that a euphemism? Just catching up. Like, there's no real break. I do sit we down and go have to, lunch. Go to the bathroom and jerk off. No, no, no. Ever. Um, I actually, I'll sneak in a crossword <laughs> puzzle here and there, real quick. Is that a euphemism? Like, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You'll. It'll be apparent and evident to you if, it, if, if there's a euphemism. <laughs> I'll get that look. You know, I'll get that look. Are we holding? Did, you I, up for did I answer your question? What was the, sure. what was the question? No, just, how do you spend your, uh, you know, any free time? You Dude, get I will say that? this. Are you ready for this? You guys got to tell me if this is, applies to you too. When I take a dump at home, <laughs> dude, n- like the toilet paper's fucking like, like nothing's on it, like fucking nothing. Flawless victory, dude. Right, like absolutely fucking nothing. Okay. I don't understand it. Why always at home? It's like someone like shop vacked all around and like there's not a fucking anything at all. Are you sure you actually pooped? I'm absolutely sure. Was it a ghost poop? But at work, I'm wrapping catcher's mitts <laughs> fucking seven, eight times, dude. Like this is no exaggeration. Like yeah, it's raw butthole. That's the that's that's what we call the never ending story. Or, exactly. Or uh, sometimes referred to as a falcor. <laughs> <laughs> Now, is this just a Murphy's Law thing or like, obviously, I would prefer the work dumps to be the, the ones that are like, right. I'm sitting there and I'm like all nervous. Like, what if I don't get it all and I smell like shit when I'm walking around people? Ah, like all this shit, like you got to worry about like. <laughs> <laughs> I must say there's no I, I don't have any uh, correlations <laughs> between work and home, but uh, they both happen to me. There's never yeah, any. I've okay. had both of those things happen to me. But just as well. with no se- right. no real sense of like pattern, I'd like say, I'm saying. I'd say normally I'm somewhere in between. Right. I, I got a healthy digestive system. So, you know, my bathroom at work, like whoever designed this fucking thing didn't really think it out very well. Because where they have, you know, <laughs> on our floor, they have, you know, one urinal, then one small stall, and then a big like handicap stall. Right. And the handicap stall is always where you want to go because it's the roomiest and it's the right. farthest back. And, you know, right. You don't have to worry about people uh, coming in to use the urinal and, and splashing down. And you can see it and 
Yeah, it'd just be a problem. We got so, a mental so picture. You, Go ahead. Right. So you always sit in the in the uh, in, in the retard stall in the in the back. I don't condone that use of words, but why would you call it that? <laughs> so, the problem is if you're in there for the long stay, they also installed motion sensor lights. So if you're back there for too long... And you don't move, the lights go out? Right, the lights go out. The problem is where they stuck the fucking sensor, if you're sitting on that toilet, you cannot activate the sensor because of where the position is in the fucking wall. So So if you're in in there for too long, you hear a beep, and then you're like, no, and you start waving your fucking hands in the air, and then it turns out, and then you're like just waiting for somebody else to come walking in. And, like, think nobody's in there because all the fucking lights are out. It turns on. And then there's a pair of goddamn shoes under the, the fucking stall. There's one of the greatest questions of life. Right. Uh, and, and where does a blind man know when he's done wiping? And so what? Right there. So even, like. Wiping in the dark. So I've been sitting there in the dark before. And, Holy like, shit. you can even, like, I've taken, like, I've tried to roll awesome. up huge fucking balls of toilet paper and rip them off and like throw them in the air <laughs> like, the like hoping that the sensor would see the motion and activate oh you've done that is awesome as shit but yeah <clears throat> it's 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 like i don't know who fucking designed this place they also when they first designed it uh like when they first opened it up you know because they remodeled the entire floor you know where our offices are uh the way they had the door position and the mirror in the dude's bathroom you could if you were outside and someone opened the door, you could see in the reflection dudes standing there fucking pissing. So that the, is so crazy. They, so they had to then go install like this other fucking <laughs> giant metal plank that like sticks out from the wall. So you now have to make a zigzag to get into the bathroom just so you can't see dudes wang doodles whenever the fucking door gets opened. Oh, that's hilarious. Holy crap, dude. The only story I have about my bathroom at work is that there's no ventilation, no fan, nothing. It's just the fucking hot box. Like, that's all That's all I got. It's not as impressive as your story, but <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's I, – I so now it's almost like it's psychologically damaging because it's like you almost can't, like, really relax and enjoy your shit properly because <laughs> you're always afraid that you're taking too long and that you're going to hear that fucking noise, man. That beep, and then you're shitting in the dark. Shitting in the dark. So if you're in a if you're in a stall, and somebody else comes in and you're you know and sits next to you, uh, do you still continue or like if, once I start, not, I'm doing it to fruition. So like, it's like even if somebody else comes in, like what I, if I fuck the cum, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna shit. Well, go ahead, finish your question. I don't, I don't know if I. I mean, and then like, what if? You go into a stall and someone's in the stall next to you already. Like, do you try to hold it and then just let them fucking finish and get out of there before you let loose? Or are you just sitting down and farting and fucking letting loose and going to town like as much as humanly possible? I work with people, mechanics, dude. I, right. We just. So they, none of them. They'll, give a they'll, fuck. They'll, they'll fucking talk to you while they're taking a dump. <laughs> and that just kind of weirds me out. Right. I'm just. But they're just old working, just. Just mechanic guys, right. so they have no problem with stinking shit up, thinking it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's, it, yeah, it is what it is. Every decision and question is settled within the first five seconds that I walk into the bathroom. Like, <laughs> is the toilet that I, is there a toilet available that I'm comfortable using right now? Yes, that's all I need. Like, it's going to happen, and I'm going to finish. <laughs> Do you put a seat cover and stuff on? Yes, absolutely. Okay. 
There was one bathroom stall like similar to the one, the big one, the desirable one in the back. Like, right. Recently, I was in. I don't remember where I was. I wish I remembered. It was. I'm pretty sure it was a restaurant. But they had a fucking sink and a vanity and a mirror inside the fucking ba- toilet stall. It was like a bathroom unto itself. It was fucking amazing. It had like nice hand soap, like all inside the fucking <laughs> stall. It was, it was like, fucking crazy. Like a basement with a kitchenette. <laughs> Or when you're uh, at the Wegmans or the, the roadside stops and there's like a family bathroom, you know, like, you, you, do you feel guilty going for that one or not? I don't. I mean, oh. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like you do. <laughs> I mean, I don't do that. I don't. Why? What's the difference between a family bathroom and a regular one? Like, why? Because a family one is just a room that you get to lock and be in by yourself. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Actually, in one of the Walmarts, they actually have like little toilets for the kids. And sometimes it's just fun to sit on them and pretend you're a giant. <laughs> I'm not saying I did that, but maybe I took a shit in the kids' toilet in the family bathroom. Uh, I once, on 4th of July at the Friendlies in Bel Air, uh, may have shit in a urinal. May have? <laughs> because my stomach was really bothering me. Kingpin and style. I didn't know where else to go. There was a dude in the fucking both stalls, <laughs> oh. and I had to go. I was going to shit my pants otherwise. So there's no so May you, involved. You so, did. So, so you just you just fucking like got to cup your balls a little, and then hope you know you're not going to piss all over yourself too while you're doing it. And then you just fucking drop grass <laughs> oh, and paper towels in a urinal. So don't then, do a buffalo then, bill. And then you, you, well, you number one, you got to really hope that nobody else is going to fucking walk in. That's just going to be awkward. Uh, Gee. Or hope that nobody else finishes their shit in the stalls and comes out while you're fucking dropping bass. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being the guy getting in out the of the stall and seeing the guy shitting in or the just urinal? hearing it? Even I mean, you, your, your ears are razor sharp when you're in the urinal stall. or the sink. And I figured this one at least made a little more sense. Was that the it was the last. It was a fucking decision, man. Oh. It's what are you gonna do? It's better than shit in your pants, I can, right? I can tell you that from firsthand experience. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I would have much rather shit in the urinal than oh, shit man, my pants the day I shit story. my pants. Oh. Right? Oh. Didn't you tell you yeah. you were on the job doing some kind of landscaping and you told you told your boss you're like this is gonna this is gonna happen? I'm sorry. And your boss tried to talk you out of it or something. <laughs> How does that go? <laughs> There's no talking me out of it, man. So, (laughs) so yeah, I was I was landscaping, and is that euphemism? No, I was literally landscaping with Ecuadorians, and uh, (laughs) and uh, so we were we were doing like commercial stuff. These apartment buildings downtown. It was a hot, super hot, like hundred degree day in July, and. We decide to go to McDonald's for lunch, mm-hmm. which is just two terrible combinations. Right, like right. Uh, super heat and just grease garbage food. Right, and I imagined. I mean, I, I was probably like nineteen at the time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I imagine I was uh, eating a quarter pounder and a large fry and a fucking coke. At you know, not giving a fuck. Uh huh. And then you know. That 20 minutes rolls around. We get back to work. Gurgle, gurgle. (laughs) I get the the bubble guts. (laughs) I get the bubble guts so bad that I'm like, I asked my boss. I was like, hey, man, can I ask this? Because at the time, then we moved on to some some 
residential stuff we were doing on the side. And I, you know, I'm like, can I ask this lady to use her bathroom? Because I'm going to shit my pants. It's it's not going to be good. Right. He's like, no, man, you can't ask the customer to fucking use her bathroom. No. I was like, all right. Then I'm going to pull my pants down and I'm going to shit in this lady's yard. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen. He's <laughs> like, dude, you can't do that because she'll call the cops on you. She's like, and he's like, you'll get fired. There's no, he's like, dude, you when we're done, when we're done, we'll go back to McDonald's. And I was like, dude, I, I don't have that long. Like it's, it is an emergency. And as I'm talking to him, it's just, it's just <laughs> happening. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, as I'm talking to him, I was like, you know what? I, it doesn't matter. I'm shitting myself. <laughs> I'm literally shitting myself as we're having this conversation. <laughs> He's like, What? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I, exactly what I said. I was like, I'm in the process. I'm shitting my pants. And I remember I had these. Then what? Then what? And they were like my favorite khakis, too. Oh. I had these, like, they, were these, they had to be khakis. Loose fitting, like, these great pants, drawstring, khaki, but they look like khaki. Oh. And, and I'm just shitting in them. And he's like, dude, just. Fucking get in the back of the truck. <laughs> like I was an animal. Like, <laughs> like I was fucking livestock. Like just <laughs> so I get in the back of the truck. <laughs> I get in the back of the truck and they drive back to McDonald's. And he's like, dude, we can't wait for you. You're just gonna have to call a cab. <laughs> I was like, oh are God. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I got shit all over me. I'm in the a McDonald's parking lot, and you're just going to leave me high and dry. He's like, dude, we got to go. High but not dry. <laughs> high and not dry. There was nothing high or dry about it besides the, the fucking status. Anyway, I go in this McDonald's, and I'm looking all around. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So I go in the stall. I flush the toilet bunch. I take my pants off. I fucking proceed to wash them in the toilet. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so I'm washing them. Oh. And I'm washing them, and I fl- you know, flush again. I wash. I throw the fucking underwear away because there's right. no, right, yeah, yeah, right. no saving them. That's like a, it's like a used coffee filter. So then I have these... These soaking wet, still shit smelling, but not right. as, as terribly looking pants. And at at twelve thirty, at this packed as fuck McDonald's. Okay, so you walked into the place with shit. Yes, yes. Okay, I walked, everywhere. I walked through pants. a crowd with shit all over my pants. Whether wow. or not it was noticed, I don't know. Okay. But I, I I might have been leaving a trail. Who knows? Like a, like so you, a snail trail. But so you walked out. I have these soaking wet pants on, no underwear, and I'm just, I have to call a cab to get back to my car, which was like 45 minutes away from Jesus where I currently Christ. was. They fucking I, left I you. was in the That's city. horrible. And my car was in Timonium. <laughs> and, <coughs> excuse me. So, I call this cab, and I get in, and <laughs> I just see the cab driver's face. 
as we start driving, like two miles in, and he's just he's just grimacing from whatever <laughs> smell was emanating from my sweaty shit covered body. Right. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I didn't even explain anything. I didn't say all I said was, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so we go, so I get back to my car. And I gave him a good tip, <laughs> and I and I just drove home, just in like shame, <sighs> just shit covered shame. Oh, what a terrible, terrible day. Oh man! But yeah, yeah, that, sounds- yeah, that was my sh- shitting my pants story. <laughs> Do you have any? I wonder what stories? causes that because that, you like, obviously like you, weren't, you weren't shitting out the food you had just eaten, right? Because that shit takes time to go through. All. It must that food must have triggered something, dude. I don't know, man. McDonald's, I think, like, just what, moves through you. I would I love to know what the process what gives was. You diarrhea, there. right? Yeah, like how that works. That shit takes hours to go through all the intestine, man. Like. Not when you're loving it. <laughs> <laughs> or um, I could be completely fucking wrong. I, I I don't know. Or maybe it just causes some reaction of a reaction. That yeah. Forces your you body gas like, or whatever down or, yeah. or, or or you know, creates so much acid that it automatically expands and pushes okay. everything. You know, the pressure in one area makes stuff from the other area happen. Okay. That, that could be that it. Isn't yeah. quite ready to come out. Normally, it's definitely a reaction, and it your body just else. goes, yeah. "What the fuck is this shit? Blah. Oh my god, this is garbage! Get this out of me!" I think that's what happens. Right. Okay, and you just and your whatever's there is what gets expelled, right. and your intestines just yeah. go, "Fuck!" Yeah, makes sense. All right, yeah, it's like emergency evacuation. Emergency evacuation. Right. You, put, you put some toxins in your body, so whatever's god. in you right now is. Going out. Right. Fuck. It may not be the Big Mac, but it's because of the Big Mac. Right. Got it. Damn. The more you know. Do 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 I think I just did the sit ubu sit music. So so do you have any shitting <laughs> stories? Oh I, I mean me and Jeff had some humdingers. Jeff's got the best man. He's got he can write a book. <laughs> I'm serious. We should make the podcast about just shit stories. I, I don't so, want to waste them all. I don't want to shoot shoot my whole load at once here. Well, that's why we do one good one got, per episode or something. I, I would say I have a plethora of shit stories. That should be a, a segment every episode. <laughs> Shitting with Jeff. Yeah. Uh, shoot the shit. Your work one is great. You've got about a million. <laughs> I got one of my one of my good one of my best friends. I used to have parties a lot in uh, in twelfth uh, grade, my, and it started out with just me and like seven or eight of my buddies because my right. dad my dad would be gone Friday night and Saturday night, and and my, I had the house to myself. And then Monday through Friday, and it, that's where we would hang all of us. And then it slowly over the course of the year, it sort of like snowballed out. Like so and so brought a couple more people, and then it just eventually by the end of the senior year, they were like really big parties in my house, and it was like. It was really kind of surreal, right? Like, yeah, I kind of had that too, actually. My one buddy, the there was just one upstairs bathroom and one in the basement that was hardly functional. It was barely functional, but it was down there and it was decrepit and cobwebby and like the light didn't even turn on and shit like that. Um, and there's like too many people upstairs. Bones. Too many people upstairs. My buddy went down to that one, 
and like took a shit and realized there was no toilet paper. So he had like a Swiss Army knife in his, <laughs> and there was like this ratty old fucking curtain <laughs> up on like the base, like basement windows. Sometimes have like a little curtain hanging. Right. He like shredded a couple of ribbons off of the curtain, like and used that. So that that's yeah, that's well, one that pops to mind right away. I think uh, no socks, no socks he could use, or like you take off your underwear and use your underwear. Yeah, but like this was a party. Like he, he yeah. was trying to, he was trying to keep it classy. He wasn't so trying he cut to the check out. Yeah, wiped his ass with them. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I don't have anything too harrowing or scarring that happened to you me. Had, shit, wise, never had like pull over and shit in the woods or anything. I've al- I've always made it happen with very. very <laughs> You're telling little. me you're batting a thousand. I mean, you're batting a thousand for the like, as you know, it's going to happen either way, <laughs> but I'll have to give this some thought. <laughs> Yours is yet to come. I'll have to give this some thought. <laughs> I tell you, though, I've, I've some farts <laughs> like at my job. I have to do one thing for like 90 minutes with people all around me. And what's that one thing? <laughs> <laughs> Ask Michael Hutchins. <laughs> Um, Wait, you, you have to wrap the belt around your neck and jerk <laughs> off for nine minutes. <laughs> no, he had a song called "The One Thing." Oh, sorry. Uh, which I like that song, but <clears throat> no. But anyway, I can't fart for like ninety minutes at a stretch, like, and that shit builds the fuck up. As you know, when you wake up sometimes and you have this like monstrosity of an epic fart, so you never just let, like one leak out a little bit. And like, just try to. You not can't do make, it really because if. Are you afraid of smell or sound? Both. <laughs> both. <laughs> they're both abhorrent in different ways, but they're both abhorrent. Smell, sound, substance. And this is threat. just when I'm so around you've, other you've, people. You've never are, gotten the urge to like walk up an aisle while you're teaching a class. If you were a teacher, which you're not, hypothetically. <laughs> And just like crop dust an entire fucking row of students. Never around a, a room full of people that are not my good friends. Like you guys, I fart around or something. But like the best ones, though, and what this is all leading to is after ninety minutes of it, just like building up, I'll go into the staff bathroom. You know, <laughs> it's just and there's, there's the one, exactly the one, the one without good, ventilation. Yeah, there's good acoustics in bathrooms too. Like. <laughs> Go Sometimes, for, man, I tell you, go for pitch. Some, yeah, and dur- duration as well. Sometimes, dude, you can get those things like the <laughs> your ass is a theremin. <laughs> exactly, dude. And that shit goes out for like twelve seconds and shit, like long ass time. I've recorded them on my phone. I know. <laughs> I'd love to hear one. Let me see. <laughs> not, not bad, not bad. That was, that was not a good one. one. That was not a good one. That was quality. Now, now, now you're just now you're up in the ante. <laughs> you, you, Holding the bar high after that one. Unfortunately, that that's the only one I have presently available. <laughs> I've contemplated the, the aesthetic qualities of of my my farts over many years now. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> you know, it's funny how some farts are like. Musical. Some farts ask questions, like, <laughs> like, like they're from Canada, <laughs> from Northern PA. <laughs> what you talking about? It is a form of both literal and metaphorical venting, you know, that we do. Deep 
from your pillow to the shadow of a willow tree and tiptoe down little lips avec moi. Yeah. See, uh, the Happy big, birthday, man. The big 4-0. Big 40. Well, son of a bitch. It's a birthday show. When I turned 40, the day I turned 40, mm-hmm. I was doing what you did on your honeymoon. Whoa, he's there. Banged his wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> shit. No. Did you fuck my wife, dude? <laughs> it's like Charlie Day on the Christmas episode. Santa. Santa, did you fuck my mom? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I was in Vegas seeing the Beatles Love Show. Yes. Which was a I great meant. treat, a gift to myself. What, so what? Okay. What did you think about it? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I would go again. I would totally go again. Were you above the blanket or under the blanket for the for the one with, I think it was within you, without you or something? Under the blanket. Uh, see, I was above it. Okay. Uh, I saw the Cirque du Soleil, uh, Michael Jackson show, and that was a pile of shit. Really? Well, I mean, consider uh, sounds, source music. I mean, it sounds honestly. like a pile of shit, dude. Yeah, yeah I was not impressed. That's terrible. I think one why would you combine issues, those two? Things? And really, one of the issues I might have with the Beatles one as well is that it seemed too focused on the music and less focused on the Cirque part of it. So you know, there's just these big long stretches with like nothing happening but lights and fucking music and pictures of fucking Michael Jackson's face all big and stupid, right? Uh, as compared to, you know, what I wanted to see and what I paid a bunch of money for is like people getting catapulted through the air and okay. fucking, you know, twirling a stick for with another stick with another stick for 10 minutes. Uh, and instead, that's, you know, not the show I got. So I thought it was pretty fucking weak. And so I'd be worried that the Beatles one would be a lot of dumb shit like that, too, as compared to, you know, when you go to a Cirque du Soleil show, you have certain expectations of it. I mean, not really, because I never, ever saw one before, so you're kind of killing my yeah, voice right now. but you've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> so, tell me, so tell me about the the Beatles one. The Beatles. Uh, it's, it's pretty much exactly how you described it. it. Seemed, I remember... <laughs> Beatles instead of Michael Jackson. <laughs> I, I remember and good I acrobatics. every second of it. <laughs> the acrobatics were good, I thought. Uh, I actually had the highest back possible seat and when i first got tickets i was like shit man i got the nosebleeds or whatever dude this place is like a I was gonna r- say they're always good seats yeah exactly yeah, no matter and, where and like being up high like that fucking like twirlers and shit were coming out of the ceiling and they were like right in front of my face were you just like staring at their crotches the whole time <laughs> not the whole time yeah guilty, <laughs> guilty. yeah 100 how do you not scare like girls in tights flying over your head spread eagle right i mean it's gonna happen that reminds me of a, a peak. It's true. That reminds me of a great coda to a real Topeka people song. <laughs> it goes a little something like this. It goes, Hey, double bubble, you looking for trouble? <laughs> Won't you spread eagle if you're legal? <laughs> <laughs> you won't let go of that one. <laughs> oh, why? Why would I? If you're legal. <laughs> hey, man, you got to keep it like keep it classy. Keep it fair. Keep it fair. Keep it classy. Keep it classy, Baltimore. <laughs> so you've never been to a real Cirque du Soleil show. You wouldn't I consider mean, that a real one? No. It's totally real. It's just that it's a different topic, right? Aren't they all just... They're all different shows, but I mean, they're all based around... But it's all acrobats and shit in each one. Yeah, that's I mean, the commonality shit, between right? all of it. It's just people on trampolines and stupid makeup. Right. It's impressive. I can't do it. Like, there are certain things that the songs happening behind them allow them to do with storytelling, like 
just visual storytelling through their movements and what they do and shit. What do you think of Across the Universe? I, I fucking loved that as well, well. I loved it too. I've met some people that weren't crazy about it, but I loved it. Those, you, yeah, yeah. Th- those two things happened at a similar time. Actually, I remember the Love Show and that movie were like similar. I was like, this is really fucking great. They're reinventing Beatles for the like you know twenty first century. I thought it was millennia. fine. What do you think about Sergeant Pepper's? Like what are you B- talking the about? The Bee Gees movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I don't. You think already about. do this. I don't think about that. <laughs> I don't I, think about that ever. I like it. George Burns singing "Fixing a Hole." Oh, is it "Fixing a Hole"? There might be little curio moments f- like that that are interesting. Like the Aerosmith is in there, and that might be worth seeing. When the rain yeah. comes in, what would you think the best use of Beatles music in a movie was? Ooh, good question. Well, lately that doesn't count. That's not a Beatles movie. Like so not, you can't say "Yellow Submarine." Well, can you say count- "Across the Universe" or no? You could because that's not them. Or that's really just solid. Like, like a cameo of a Beatles song in a movie. Like, uh, like, like uh, uh, okay, Bronx Tale come together in, during the fight scene. Right. That's phenomenal. You know, that's a great use of a Beatles song mm-hmm. that's not a Beatles movie. Mm-hmm. And I brought up Guardians, My Sweet Lord, which is George Harrison. There you go. It's well, solo really, really well done. It, solo counts. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. I have to think about that. What about you, Bruce? You got one? No. What do you think the best cover of a Beatles song is? I like, well, I like Pearl Jam's cover of You Have to Hide Your Love Away. Funny enough. I know you, I know you don't like them, but I, yeah. I like that cover. I mean, I will say at least they play real music. It's true. Uh, and, you know, I don't, I don't hate them. Actually, my, my favorite Beatles cover is probably Joe Cocker doing. Yeah, that was probably mine, too, actually. With, uh, mm. I have a little help for my friends. I prefer the live version from Woodstock as well. It also has like a Wonder Years nostalgia right. element to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a great cover. You, there, there's so many Kenny that I John. like. You know, like uh, I, I like <laughs> whatever your name is. No names, no names. On their first album, Yes does a long version of Every Little Thing, which is pretty fun. Um, and there's actually a cool version of Fats Domino doing Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except Me and My Monkey, which is really kind of cool. Um, Hmm. Interesting. And there's a Louis Armstrong doing "Give Peace a Chance." There, there's little nuggets in uh, out there if you look. You ever heard Hendrix doing "Sergeant Pepper"? Uh yes. Yeah, that's that live. Very good. Like, like two days after it came out. Yes. Didn't somebody cover the Helter Skelter in like the nineties or something? You too did. That who Fuck was right? Too. Yeah, that's who it was. 100%. Yeah, that's why it was terrible. Yeah, I forgot about it. Actually, the album right after Joshua Tree was called Rattle and Hum, and that was the first song on the album was their cover of Helter Skelter. Oh, was it? Didn't that have Desire on it, too? Yes, that was the second song, I believe, or third. Actually, the third song. Second one was called Van Diemen's Land, I think. It was the only U2 album I really got into. I don't Mm -hmm. know why. Yeah, the music on that one seemed a little better. I hate U2. Yeah, me too, in general. Not U2, but (laughs) us too. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. Do you guys enjoy raspberry flavored things? 
Like, not necessarily raspberry, like eating the fruit, but just like a raspberry sherbet or a Jolly Rancher or 99. something. 99.9% of that shit is artificial and bullshit anyway, so but, no. But, but it's still good. Okay, that's. I'm just getting your opinion of the flavor right, right. now mm-hmm. before I blow your minds with where the actual flavor comes from or came from originally. Okay? Okay. You ready for this? Sure. Something about buttholes. Beaver assholes. I was told today by a coworker that raspberry flavoring originated from the assholes of beavers. Okay, and I didn't believe him. I was right. like, "This is bullshit." That's, that's why would you? Right. Well, it's a hundred percent fucking true. Apparently, wow. assholes of beavers smell and taste just like raspberries. And this is a real thing. And back in the day, when they first started flavoring certain things, right. now why you wouldn't just go get raspberries? I don't know. Because maybe sometimes you want a beaver's ass. <laughs> but, but then, it... because if you eat an actual raspberry, it doesn't taste like what they say raspberry exactly. flavor just is. Like, just like a like it's... artificial banana. It doesn't taste like a real fucking banana. It's some weird contrived right. flavor that's similar, but it's like it's different. And it came from beaver assholes. I know that, you know, and this is not going to be news to some people, but you way back way back in the day, perfume, one of the main ingredients was whale shit. It was yeah. found in whale shit. And, and, and it's called ambergris, apparently. And there's a whole there's a chapter in Moby Dick called ambergris where he discusses in his ambiguous, you know, sort of cerebral way that he does. About how one of the things the whalers, you know, because they would use the entire thing, you know, they wouldn't waste the thing if they could help it. They would use the shit, and there was something about the whale shit that was fragrant, or I don't know. <laughs> they just loved the smell. Yeah, it's fascinating. There was this, actually, I was getting my oil changed today, and you know, when you're stuck, is that a euphemism? No, I was really getting my oil changed. And you know when you're stuck in that waiting room with the TV on and you have no control, there's no remote, you can't mute the fucking shit. You know, like you, you, we, if you, if we're up to me, I'd just sit there and read a book or I'd, you know, just have quiet time. But there's this fucking like Katie Couric fucking Today Show, whatever the fuck is blasting out at you and you have no control over it. You seem very aggressive about the waiting room TV. Well, maybe if I had that meditation time today instead of this, I would sound less aggressive. But anyway, there was like some Channel 11 news, local news at 12 o'clock, and there was like Ramona Robinson, and she had some like guest on there. He was from the Baltimore Zoo or something, or, or no, he was from Falls Road uh, Veterinarian. That's where he was from. And he had a fucking chicken in his lap, and he had other chickens like on the stage around him, and he was describing a prolapsed, he was describing a pink sock for a chicken. <laughs> I swear, this was happening in the middle of Subaru today. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, there was so, a technical term for it, and he was describing it, and she was like, can we move on now? And she was all fucking flustered and uncomfortable. <laughs> and you didn't enjoy that? That's I hilarious. Mean, it was... It was it was funny and absurd and like I mean to me that's much preferable to books. So that wait, let me get this it was a chicken with yeah. a pink sock? Yeah. With yeah, a prolapse yeah, yeah. rectum? They didn't show any images of it, but he was there he was using the word prolapsed and describing it in words. So did someone fuck the chicken? Because that's no, normally how it, it happens. He's like the guy's like well, you know, chickens, they, they the urinary and the reproductive and the fecal and the, and the laying the eggs, that all happens in the same place. So a lot of business happening down there. So <laughs> they can sometimes have what's called the prolapse, blah, blah, blah. And there was some other technical term I hadn't heard. And but he like, was describing a fucking pink sock for a fucking chicken. 
how, how much would you have lost your shit if he just called it a pink sock? Oh my god! So, I, sometimes well, intended there, Brucey. Those chickens get the pink sock, you know. <laughs> okay, cut, cut to the cooking segment. Cut, cut. <laughs> just go. Yeah. Camera two now. <laughs> cooking segment. What are we having today? Chicken anus. <laughs> beaver butthole. Right, beaver butthole. Oh my god. Apparently, yeah, there's a secretion from the beaver ass that they got the original raspberry flavor from. And it just, what I want to know, who the fuck first tried yeah, that? Yes, I was just going to say that. <laughs> who discovered it? So you're t- like, can you imagine, like, Lewis and Clark out there hunting beavers, and they fucking shoot one, and he picks it up, and he's like, oh, what? what is that? What is that intoxicating aroma? Well, I'm sure that wasn't the first part they went to. One. Like, I would... Almost think if they had a you know a, a beaver that and they were intending on eating it, you know maybe they'd probably start with the meteor areas first, and then eventually, like as the days go on and they can't quite get another one, and they got this you know beaver carcass in the side of their canoe that is mostly eaten, but there's still some parts left, but it hasn't quite started you know putrefying yet. Then eventually yeah. they're going to eat the asshole. Exactly, because it's, if it's between that and starving, they're going to eat the asshole. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's true. But then well, somebody will discover this is like a a piquant, piquant confit, like a nougat. But who? Oh wow! I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like you know, just imagine that surprise they must have had on that first. Savory beaver asshole Dude, that tastes like raspberry. I, I got a theory I, right now. Walt Whitman, the poet, like discovered that in 1855 or something, mm. and then he went on to form Whitman's chocolates, motherfucker. <laughs> that's <laughs> why. Like this... That's why the raspberry jelly ones are the worst ones. It's a that's fucking it. beaver We've asshole. Uncovered this dipped in chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and whale <laughs> shit and something. Well, yeah. What have you? Jesus! Wow, <laughs> I I prefer the image of of the hunter holding it up and just like dabbing his tongue on the butthole, like the very first thing he does. That's way funny. Well, and that's you know one of the craziest things that I've actually thought about before this podcast was the fact that for every single food out there, there had to be the first person to try it, like all the right, you know as fruits well. and the you know eggs and like who's the first person that ever took an egg and burst it open and was like this this looks good. Who's Which the first enough. person to suck on a cow's titty right. to get milk? Exactly. Who knew we could drink cow's milk? I mean, someone right. had to be the first one. Exactly. And it's just, you know, it's it's mind-blowing sometimes. Like, I, if if I could have a time machine, I know most people would want to go back and and rig, like, sports betting or, like, assassinate oh, yeah. a president. But I would totally go back to, like, the first guy to suck a cow at her. I'd definitely do the Biff Tannen and, and, and go back and, and bet as much as I could. I'm definitely taking that route and not sucking on cow titties ever, right. even though I'm not the first now. Yeah, it's funny how all human progress is just trial and error. You can give it fancy names like science and hypothesis and blah. You, know. you try something, either either it fucking works or it doesn't work, like. It's fundamentally like what all human progress is. Hey, mamma mia, the cannoli, hey, lasagna. Hey, a pasta padula, spicy meatball. Oh, Italian John's back, or whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> it's Guinea John, get it right. Guinea, Guinea John. <laughs> get it right. Get, get it right, I'll pay the price. Uh, that's a spicy meatball. Uh, Chef Boyardee's are going to come and take your dinner away from you. Oh. <laughs> I'm going fi- to break out your fucking legs. <laughs> 
You'll be sleeping with the fishes, you little fuck. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier before we started recording this stereotypical Italian stuff. Because he wanted, you know, he wanted to come up with some kind of pseudonym. Is that the right word? An alias, if you will. Moniker. A moniker. There you go. That's a better term. And uh, Guinea John. That's what he, that, that was the best thing we could come up with. I like it. I like it. <laughs> of course you do. But what what were you saying earlier about uh, Italians in the 70s protesting the Godfather? Well, when the Godfather came out, there was this group, of, this, you know, a group formed. It was some called something like the Anti-Italian-American uh, Defamation League, something along those lines. They took to the streets. They lobbied Hollywood and all this shit. I don't I would imagine it was probably the Italian American Anti Defamation League, not the Anti Italian American. <laughs> that shit. Defamation League. That's the team I want to be on. <laughs> but anyway, get these fucking like, guineas out of here. They suspected that like the whole world would just based on the huge popularity of the Godfather because it was huge. You know that uh, the whole world would would just come to view Italian Americans as you know criminals or related to criminals or you've got to have somebody in your family that's in the mafia right uh, you know and i've personally got that question uh, my whole life many times so do you well obviously uh, I, the I answer don't. is yes and it's the question is how many right <laughs> I, i'm a little perturbed by the fact that but i can't even tell you're italian looking at you i mean i am <laughs> like <laughs> No, I re- I truly am, but you're from I, the you're from the island, right? They're, you're exactly, Sicilian. Um, That's yeah, right. Not you. That's right, Sicilian. Yeah. Um, but I'm put off by the fact that Italian culture is boiled down to just a few movies and a few food items, and that's it. What like, else? That's what else is it. there? Olive oil. Like, well, you've got St. Patrick's Day, which celebrates Irish culture or something, right? But. I mean, does it really? I mean, Valentine's but, Day was an Italian saint. Right. I mean, I eat, nobody talks about Italian pride or culture on that day. I mean, I eat pizza like once a week, though. Isn't that me celebrating Italian culture? Yeah, but you or know, spaghetti. Pizza at this point is so ubiquitous. It, it, you don't even associate. You don't even think Italian. Oh, I'm eating Italian food. Didn't the Chinese actually invent pizza anyway? Or spaghetti? I don't know. I, I, I've lost track. Like I just like the fact that you're perturbed by these stereotypes. However, you picked your moniker as Guinea John. He's got well, a point there. You could. I, I like the alliteration. I like the fact that the word Guinea contains G I A N, which is a, a form of spell, an Italian form of spelling, John. There's a lot happening there with that name. A lot, a lot, a including lot. the association with uh, Guinea being a, a part of North Africa, which um, the name Guinea applied to Italians was the you know sort of the uh, accusation that hey you know you, you got some black blood you're part black you know because Guinea you know, the, 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 the Moors the yeah. Moors and uh, just just the Moors Christ- invaded like, conquered Sicily. Christopher Walken, True Romance, many of you know what I'm referring to. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, like, as you go northern in Italy, doesn't, don't the features get fairer and lighter? Correct, and yes. So. But anyway, um, <laughs> we've got a lot to offer. <laughs> as everyone can tell. From the time of Christopher Columbus up through the time of Enrico Fermi, Italian-Americans have been pioneers in building and defending our great nation. They are the salt of the earth, and they're one of the backbones of this country. 
but at least... I must take leave of these proceedings. <laughs> what is that? I'm not familiar. The, the Godfather. When part, two. Uh, part two. Part oh, two. They're having a set of committees. Right. Gotcha. Which apparently happened. <laughs> but anyway. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> at least that, that, that's not a fake at least at least the time i mean it's kind of cool to be that criminal aspect i mean at least you're not, i'm fucking polish ancestry mm-hmm. i mean i'm actually i'm a mutt what but, happened to polak jokes yeah that's well that's like they disappeared known for being retarded or <laughs> morons with that eat kielbasa like i've had some good kielbasa but. yeah <laughs> but it could be worse is all i'm saying right because I, re- I remember when i was a kid growing up like that was the thing, you know. If someone Polish you, jokes, you wanted yeah. to get somebody down, you wanted to really put them down. You you called them a Polak. You, yeah, you had Polak. You know, anytime somebody did something stupid, you said, "What are you a Polak?" How do you? And ha- you had Polish. You had Polak jokes everywhere. <laughs> how do you kill Polak? How? Put a scratch a sniff sticker on the bottom of the pool. Yeah. Wow! 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 Oh. Man, there's a million of them. You could say, I mean, bring some up. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's Google some Polak jokes. Let's, let's, but yeah, man, I like, remember having that, this. That, that doesn't happen anymore. You know, you, well, there's, like, a, there's been... a lot of jokes you can't tell. I mean, there's a reason that this show would never ever air on actual radio waves because you can't say half the shit ever, not let alone today. But right. One of the ones I remember is uh, how come. Polacks never make Kool-Aid. How come? Because they can't figure out how to get all that water into those little envelopes. <laughs> I mean, hey, 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 uh, hey uh, Guido Johnny. What <laughs> Guido? <laughs> hey, that also works. But you know, no. Did you no. hear? Did you hear about the Polak who thought his wife was trying to kill him? No, I didn't hear about it. On her dressing table, he found a bottle of polish. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think? Hey Jeff, how do you sink a Polish battleship? I, I don't know. How do you how do you sink? A Polish Put it in the water. <laughs> hey hey hey, Guido Johnny. Oh my god! Why the Polak put ice in his condom? Why? To keep the swelling down. Oh, that's a groaner. It's a grumper. <laughs> Spits out the feathers. How, how, how does every Polish joke start? How how does every Polish joke start? By looking over your shoulder. To see if there's a Polak around. Oh. <laughs> yeah. See the thing that's like pretty generic. Right. You can yeah, replace I've that heard that. Yeah, about, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Did you I, hear? I've heard that about all the other minorities. Did I hate you hear too. about the winner of the Polish beauty contest? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> see, these are great though. This is like Don Rickles shit, essentially. Right. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. it's just one-liners. Here, you don't get a lot of that in comedy anymore. How did? Wait. Oh, yeah, Henny Youngman was a classic. Uh, how do you stop a Polish army on horseback? Turn off the carousel. <laughs> How do you know if you're in front of a Polish firing squad? They're standing in a circle. Hey, 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 Johnny. Hey, what? What does a Polish girl do after she sucks cock? What's she do? Spits out the feathers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Let's get off the Polish. That, that, I like that one. That was pretty good. I can't believe we never worked that into a song. <laughs> Yeah, we we told a good Italian Blow joke fouls. Bef- fouls. before you got here. Um, What's that? How does an Italian get into an honest business? I don't know how. Through the skylight. <laughs> 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 oh, 
now what is what do you picture in your head with that punchline? Like uh, like somebody breaking in okay. through a building through a All right. What the fuck else could you picture? Well, so, go ahead. Okay. I, another way you could read that joke is somebody's like throw like just killing the dude and throwing him down through the skylight and he's like falling to his death. It's not how I picture it. I picture it. If that they way. happen to be fighting on a roof. It's because you're awfully aggressive. It's that Italian blood in you. <laughs> you stereotypical motherfucker. It's funny though how you say that the, the closer you get to the equator, the down the down Italy into Sicily, the darker the skin and the hair. Like because if you think about it, that whole Mediterranean, that whole sea area there, it's like this fucking like stew of like there's Greece, there's Spain, there's Africa, there's all this shit. There's Arabia. You know, like there's all this different shit happening down there, man. Like it stands to reason that that would occur. Like have you if you guys know anybody that's ever sent away their DNA to get back their printout? Have you ever No, I've always wanted I mean, to do that. But I, no. I send my DNA down the toilet quite often. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, you're a toilet shooter? Hey, that's good to know. Yeah. Just make sure you lift the seat. What a lovely image that is. Oh my god. <laughs> I send it down like <laughs> consciously, like you send a letter. Goodbye. You know? <laughs> Do you salute the troops as they get flushed? Uh, uh, I, I'm a little afraid to do it. I'm, I don't know what it'll come back as, man. Well, but why does it matter? These these uh, popular girls in middle school used to call me China man. They thought I had vaguely <laughs> Asian features. <laughs> True story. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, so I don't know so, what I'm going to get back if so, I send it away. So maybe we should change your uh, your moniker. <laughs> China well, John. China I tell you what, why don't anybody listening to this podcast. China girl. China John. Why don't you Holy shit. send in a sort of a informal GoFundMe through this podcast <laughs> for me to send away my DNA. I figure it would be like a hundred and something. Maybe around a hundred bucks. I'll take a hundred bucks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we'll get all all kinds of mail. I'll report this shit to you. I'll read it line by line. 17.3%, you know, Taiwan or whatever the fuck it comes back as. I don't fucking know. I hope it comes back as like zero Italian. Oh, that'd be fantastic. That wouldn't happen. That would be amazing. (laughs) Why? Why would that be? At least 34% Chinese. 34. China John. So they seriously will call you Chinaman? Yeah, just the middle school. But they were sweet about it, though. They were like, hi, Chine. Like, they they even shortened it to Chine and stuff. It's better than fat ass. (laughs) At least least they had something to do. At least they weren't like, hey, fag. Yeah. (laughs) It brought up the potentially interesting notion that mr jeff hardy here yes sir hate science fiction yeah i i just there's something there's something about it i i I, now is that just reading or is that film television it's pretty much general like yeah film books tv there might be a couple of exceptions is that french yeah game of thrones okay I enjoy that. That's pretty. Now, you consider that science of, fiction or fantasy? Historical uh, fantasy. Tell maybe. me, what's the difference? What's what is the difference between science fiction and fantasy? Uh, one has robots. One has fairies. 
Okay. I guess I would lean more towards robots as far as, like, Terminator's pretty cool, but I don't know. This. Yeah, when does it stop being science fiction and be, turn into, like, just ultra-violent? Fantastic. Like, just for the purpose of just being a piece of sensationalized visual action film as opposed to true science fiction. Right. Yeah, because a lot of them are, you know, adventure stories or horror movies, you know, just kind of in a... Uh you know, science fiction. That, that, I mean, that yeah. word, it's, that term in itself is an oxymoron because science is a word for that which you know empirically to be fucking true, you know, and then fiction is it obviously fiction. That's a good point. I've never thought of Yeah, that. and it's like there's that nuance or something. Because I re- I'm, I'm a fan of science. Well, I mean, I in guess- reality, <laughs> like I really st- I like stuff that's real and the science behind it. I think that Brave New World, which you had mentioned earlier before we went on air here. Yeah, I'm almost finished. I got is, one, one more chapter. Is all is quintessential science fiction, you know. It's, he's, he was working with science that he knew of. Right. And he was like, well, here's what might happen down the road. Well, that's that, the fiction aspect, you know, based right. on that science. And that's what I think the true definition is. Yeah, I agree. And so to that degree, Terminator, there's already like androidal, robotic, fucking like hominoids or whatever. Right, from the future. They're here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this boy? <laughs> oh. ah, Skynet. Skynet's real, man. <laughs> but no, I agree. Yeah, I, I do think that that is more or less the definition of what science fiction is. You know, something fact-based and potential reality I'm, as compared to fantasy, which is, you know, unicorns and like uh, knights and dragons and, and shit. Shit. Right. shit that, you know, is just not ever true. Right. I mean, unicorns might be but. like Jesus and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Biggest fantasy. I, of all. I'm so far out of the science fiction loop. I, uh, I've never seen Star Wars. Any of them, any of them, any of them in the franchise. I've never seen more than clips on the mm-hmm. Internet of random Famous scenes. How does that happen? I just, it's just never, ever, you know, tickled my fancy. I, I had no, I've never had a desire to waste my time. And at this point, I'd have to watch all of them, which would be how many hours? Right. Fucking 24 hours of yeah. nothing but bullshit lasers and f- flying there, robots. There's three you can pretty much skip. <laughs> Speaking of uh, religion, real quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Speaking of skipping, let's right? do it. Let's do it. Um, you know, gods like Zeus and, you know, Thor, Odin, you know, pick like, you know, the names of these gods who are literally just comic book characters today. Like nobody, like, is there anybody on earth who thinks these gods are fucking real and get down on one knee and fucking cup their hands and in, in prayer to these people? No, they're on fucking, they're in fucking comic books and on cereal boxes and in cartoons, like that's what's become of th- these fucking gods that people believed in with all their complete souls, two thousand through however many fucking years ago that was. Right? How far? Why hasn't that happened yet with with Jesus? Like, what is the holdup with that? That's my question. Right. Like, why are we so quick to say these don't exist, even though we used to believe in them? But here's this other thing that's equally as ridiculous. Or, you know, 
Yeah. What has what caused that to cross over to comic books and just folklore type shit? So what you're saying is not you, you desire a Jesus comic book. That's basically what we got to do. <laughs> I think that's what you got to turn it into a comic book, and you got to give them like fucking Rambo muscles and a machine gun, right? Which and, I'm sure has been done. You know, which is basically just Muhammad, right? <laughs> Oh shit! I never thought of it that way. So. And, and also that Jesus, if if he was fucking born and spent his whole life in this region of the earth that that is listed many times in the fucking Bible, he would look like Osama bin Laden. Like he would look not unlike Osama bin Laden. So what you're saying is Osama bin Laden was Jesus? I'm not saying that. That is a non sequitur. So if Jesus, That's what I heard. if Jesus did like an ancestry.com <laughs> kind of thing. Would he have just like one big circle over Israel and then like one circle in the sky <laughs> for like 90% Israeli? Oh. And then ten- I wonder how that works. Wow. Right. Or wow, for some bin Laden did uh, Ancestry.com if it would trace him back to Jesus. <laughs> I totally bet it would. <laughs> they, there's so much inbreeding. Yeah, but Jesus didn't like, bang, did Jesus impregnate <laughs> anybody? <laughs> that, that. So bad. I don't. Who, who knows? Well, there's the talk there's, between the ages from 13 to 30 is totally missing. Right, from I was the Bible. Say the missing books of the Bible. Any, his teenage the years, the prime time where he angsty. would be getting as much poon as as big baddie, <laughs> big bad Jesus would. He's like, look at what I can do with my dick. You're talking 13 <laughs> to 30. Where the came from? He was spilling the seed all over the ground just instantly. Yeah, who knows? Right, it Dude, very he, well could be. I bet they're. I bet they're all angsty. <laughs> I bet it's like the most emo dumb shit you've ever heard. Dude, it's like, it's like a My Chemical Romance album. <laughs> <laughs> the missing books of the Bible. What if Moses could just make his or songs shlong, about like, dad? Make his schlong fucking huge, fucking and dad. he parted the Red Sea with his schlong, and everyone just climbed up, climbed on it, and like, <laughs> now you're just talking crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Now that burning we're trying bush, to be, dude. We're dude, trying burning to be, bush look, is we're, code for we're, he slayed we're some trying chick. To, we're trying to be serious. <laughs> Can you calm the fuck down for a minute, please? Uh, <laughs> oh, we're we're going to hell. We're going to hell. And the three tablets are the three empty wrap rubber wrappers. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm done. So none of that. No Star Wars. Correct. Correct. Um. What about Raiders of the Lost Ark movies? Good. Love them. Okay, so you've seen those. Yeah. Indiana Jones is the shit. Okay, so the adventure stuff you got, but no no Star Wars, no Star Trek. Back to the Future was oh, yeah, huge Future for me. Fantastic. Yeah. What about RoboCop? I can't say I've seen it. Holy shit. I thought that the reboot probably was... Did you see the reboot? Yeah. Did it fall flat for you? Or? Yeah, big time. Okay. It was missing, it was missing the barbed... Over the top satire, okay, which was really, really prophetic. Um, right, they thought they just slap. Here's the techno. Here's the sensational guns. Blah blah. Right, the like original, a bag of Doritos. Right, or something. The, I mean the original RoboCop is you know a totally over the top satire. You know it's really darkly funny. You know, whereas okay. the reboot they tried to make as you know just some sort of action movie. They tried to take it serious. Um, right, right. And even the sequels had a little bit of that problem. Uh, you know, they didn't quite get the satire as well as they should. Um, but yeah, the re- reboot was uh, pretty lame. 
What else? What about the aliens? Alien, aliens. They're remaking that. I saw a trailer yeah, for it. A new one of those, I've yeah. seen several of them, but not all of them. There's a shitload of them, right? I and guess. There's like five or six of them? Yeah. I've probably seen three of the they, How many more do they make after, you know, the, the real one, the There's good one? <coughs> Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection. Resurrection. Uh, then there was Alien vs. Predator. Predator and Alien vs. Predator Requiem something, or something yeah. like that. Jesus. So. There's quite, and a, then, quite a few. And then Prometheus was like the prequel, is, right? Right. Yeah. And this Alien Covenant, the one that's going to come out, takes place between Prometheus and Alien, apparently. Okay. So it's on that same planet as Prometheus. So it's essentially a Prometheus sequel. Okay. And sort of an Alien prequel. Interesting. But yeah, I just... I, I, I've been watching way more TV because it's... Well, now it's way yeah, better. But, I mean, it's you know, you know these were all. There's so many TV shows that I'm in the middle of, or have watched. You know, mm-hmm. but the thing is, most of those movies, like Star Wars and everything, were things that were almost like rites of passage. You know, when you're growing up, that I'm just surprised that you never saw them. Like maybe it may have been more so for me and me and Johnny, where the fuck your name is, <laughs> Guinea John. Where uh, any you know us us being older than you, it was still. Star Wars was still a huge cultural phenomenon. So, like, you know, our parents knew about it and everybody knew about it, you know. And it was being so mass marketed that you couldn't go to any toy store without going. You couldn't go to the grocery store without being in. Don't get me wrong. I've had the opportunity to watch them. Right. But then yeah. eventually it just. But got... it wasn't as big of a deal to you as, you know, yeah. it was yeah. like the thing when. You it know, was a thing. It was a great thing. Earlier. And it was a trilogy. It was like 77 through 83 or mm-hmm. something, right? And then, and then it was over and everybody was fine with that. And we, you know, the movies were there and. You know, it was fine. And then all of a sudden, they, you know, well, we, I don't know, like, you could have, people might have been clamoring for more movies, but the dollar drove all those remake, you know, all the fucking, the ones that came out with Ewan McGregor or whatever, right. those fucking Natalie shitty. Well, yeah, I mean, they had their, they were decent in some respects, but. Not really. The, it wasn't necessary. Like, the three Star Wars films could have just sat there forever and. But they had to fucking, you know, and quit putting your dollar sign on every fucking thing on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the new ones? Um, I watched it over someone's shoulder on a bootleg uh, computer version. Oh, so you didn't really watch it? It felt like a real Star Wars movie. The ship has sailed to me, though. And then, like, when they, they fucking bring back Harrison Ford just to kill him, like... I, I didn't need to see Spoiler that. Alert. I didn't need to see that. Like, who needed to what? see that? Like, well, I think I, you know that was more contractual than anything else I heard. You know, he didn't come back. Which right him. there, that that answers it. Right, and then he crashed a plane into a fucking ditch or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you're seventy and <laughs> still flying planes. Right. He like he didn't he didn't he land on a. On the wrong runway or something. Right, yeah, yeah, something crazy like that. Oh, man. But that's not like the first bad experience he's had flying. I think he crashed a plane like a while back, didn't he? Poor Harrison. I, I've heard good things. I heard he rescued somebody once in his plane. I heard something. he was flying United 93. <laughs> oh, God. Ah! <laughs> 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 hey. Who's the greatest boxer of all time? The greatest boxer? Yeah. What, 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 I don't know what who. brings that up? I don't know who. 
Jim Jones, he knocked out 913 with one punch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that was good. I got to remember that one, man. Hey, why don't they tell jokes about Jim Jones? Why? Because the punch lines are too long. Oh. Oh. Mass oh. oh. suicide. Wow. <laughs> Those are the only two I got. Those I'm are sure good, though. More. They're quality. They're quality. I, give you that. I like them. Those are very good. I did not write them for the record. So. So, so far we've decided Jesus is fake. You didn't have a childhood. <laughs> and No, that's not true. I had a different type of childhood. I was watching when I was five, for instance. Okay. I saw Roadhouse. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent movie. Okay. So, however, by today's standards, I was, say, I was already like twelve when that came out. If if you show your kids Roadhouse, you're probably getting Child Protective Services called on. Right. I mean, there's tits and Patrick Swayze ripping a dude's throat out. I exactly. mean, it's fantastic. Fan. <laughs> and I remember even watching it was on a, a bootleg VHS thing, and he's banging Kelly the whole Lynch time. Too. Oh yeah, <laughs> some, exactly. And I was five. Okay. So. That and this is because of your older brother? Is that why? No, it's because of my dad. Oh, your, oh, your dad. <laughs> okay. <That's awesome. laughs> they didn't give a shit back then. They didn't know. What, right. Like, like yeah. you know, not showing your kids that shit wasn't a thing. Right. I can, yeah. I, there was no I, ratings. I remember watching you know, Robocop and Police Academy and, you know. Yeah, Police Academy was great. Right, I remember right. watching that. And I, pro- yeah. a lot probably had to do with my older brother, too, but. Cable first dropped around right around 1981, 82. And, you know, and my dad, I was nine then or something, right around nine. And my dad had Showtime on his, whatever the basic package he had. And then he had like your a dad's basic package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you were going <laughs> to fucking go there. All right, let's move on. It's low hanging fruit. <laughs> that could go so many oh, ways. Sh- oh, my God. Low hanging is right. It runs in the family. You know what I'm talking about? Um,. <laughs> Was that your molasses voice? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, where the fuck was I going with that now? Damn, damn. Cable came well, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah it, and that one extra channel for, on top of the basic was Showtime for some reason. And he'd go off to his bowling night every Friday. You know, he'd be gone from probably like 7.30 until 11.30 or something. And, and like fucking Showtime, I was nine and I had the Showtime and fucking Bachelor Party was, that was my, like, <laughs> that one, one of the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That and one of the boys that you talk about all the time, that, just, just one, one of the boys movies. Right, yeah. Just one of the guys. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Saj, Saj was hoping it was about boys. Solid titty scenes. <laughs> yeah, Bachelor Party, it was an adult portion. It was an adult dose. <laughs> <laughs> thought you'd be bigger but the uh the humor in it and the <laughs> friendships and like it was a it was a great film it was like tom hanks second i think it was like his second major film that he did or something now, was that before or after bosom buddies because i remember watching it was bosom after buddies when i was a kid but it was probably reruns i guess was that before or after joe and the volcano way before joe versus the volcano ah whatever Damn it. It's a bullshit movie either way. No, it was really good. I really liked it. His early, uh, what was the other early one? Big? 
Uh, even before that, and like pre-Splash, I mean, Bachelor Party, it was Splash. Yeah, that might have been Splash, the big first Splash one. Splash was a pretty early one too. That may have been because yeah, that was before Big and uh, the uh, any of the other. The like, Money Pit didn't he do yeah, one money, called the Money yeah, Pit? Money, pit. Oh, right. money like Pit's a good one. Quite a bit. Yeah, that one's actually really funny. Is that about a house or something that, mm-hmm. that yeah they buy they have what a bunch they of bad luck or something house, right and it turns out to be they want to renovate it right it turns out you, to be you see you know. a movie called the Out of Towners the, the Jack Lemon version from the seventies no I haven't I know what you're talking it's about. actually a pretty good movie it's it's that similar vibe of like everything's going wrong and it's mm-hmm. just going wrong 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 and it's like this descent into absurdity or something right uh, those movies are hit or miss for me but like at the at the end of a uh, Money Pit. They stage this destruction scene that's almost identical set up to the old mouse trap board game where you had to oh. set up like all that shit and it was like all the uh, Rube Goldberg devices almost like something would flip this and a marble. Right. Yes. 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 And mouse like, trap. The thing was to try to set up this thing perfectly to catch the mouse. But the, at Fuck. Money Pit, they have something like that where it's, you know, wheelbarrows full of cement falling on a plank that kicks a paint bucket and it, you know. Mm. It's it's almost up just like the. Uh, Did you ever know game. anybody that owned a a, a mouse trap game? Because I saw the commercial a bunch of yeah. times. I've never there, seen there, the one. I had, I had one. Had one yeah. Did you? Yeah, I believe I did. I wish you had one now. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool, man. Teach your kid to engineering it. and shit. Got. Yeah, I mean, I got Twister. You want to play Twister? <laughs> Too much low-hanging fruit, man. You know what I'm talking about? We don't want to do that right now. (laughs) Rectal bleeding is a very common clinical condition of seeing blood in your stools. You can see a small amount of blood after you open your bowels. While while we're talking about medical, you know, phenomena Mm -hmm. over the past, you know, since we've seen each other. Right. Uh, let's see, oh, not shit, not we this week, but last week, for about seven days, every time I sat on the toilet, mm-hmm. it was like the end of Carrie. Wow. Yeah. So I had to go see a doctor about that. Uh-huh. Did they poke you I, around a little bit, oh, prod you? Yeah. Yep, yep. But before you just went to your but, normal okay. Ethiopian doctor. <laughs> yeah, all right, so, so let's, let's, so let's, let's, start, let's, let's start at the beginning. Let me start at the, okay, so I'm at my mom's house. Sit on the toilet and just like my my ass is on its period. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I've had there's been one, maybe two times in my life where I've had any type of bleeding back there or whatever, and it's always been after like a super, giant shit or, or not even that. Like, if I was like like the one time I helped somebody move, so I was literally lifting heavy shit all for twelve hours, uh, right? Whatever. So. It happened. It was a tiny little bit. Like I, it was expected. I, I, I had at least a cause for the effect. <laughs> right. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. 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 <clears throat> this was out of nowhere, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" So then it just kept happening. Like, like for for I waited. I want to say almost 48 hours before calling the doctor. So like in that 48 hour time span, there was like. About ten times I sat on this t- toilet and shit out blood. Wow. That's a lot of shit. Like, but it wasn't even. I just felt like the urge to shit. I wasn't shitting. Right, and it was just like liquid, just blood shit. pouring right. out. Right. It was like 
I it was like diarrhea but blood. It was like sorry, fellas. It was like Bud Dwyer's. Okay. Bud Dwyer's. Oh my god, no. Out of your ass. Oh my god. No, no. That can't be unsaid. hundred <laughs> percent. It was it was like there was it was like there was a slaughterhouse inside of my rectum. And so like somebody was slitting, a slitting pig's throat. Big trouble in little fucking uh, rectum right there, man. <laughs> and my ass damn near killed him. Was the drain in the floor? Like <laughs> anyway, right, so, so I, this happens. I'm like, I have to call a doctor. Obviously, this right. is not good. So before just making an appointment with my doctor, you know, I thought to myself, I was like, well, this is a pretty sensitive matter. I don't not really fond of my doctor per se. Uh-huh. I've only seen him, you know, like you maybe twice in the last three or four years. Right. Like I had strep throat a couple times, like whatever the fuck I had to go see him for. Right. Nothing on a regular basis. And he says, how the fuck did you get strep throat a couple of times? That's the last strep throat. I, I have two little kids. Yeah, so true. they're fucking germ factories. Good point. But describe your doctor. My doctor, you, yeah, this is my original doctor is this like. Six foot four Ethiopian guy who's mm-hmm. like just like dead pandemeter with with nine inch fingers. Right. So I'm like, fuck that guy. I don't want no him. bedside manner. Just moving people through like yes, cattle. Exactly. Yeah, right. No bedside. Just like you know, not even a handy. Not even a handy. And I asked you earlier about did he have the fingernails like they sometimes <laughs> I have? I remember the fingernails. Okay. It's like his gloves keep piercing at the <laughs> it's tips. Very possible. Uh, right. Using the whole fist there, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Moon, Moon River. River. <laughs> <laughs> so, <ever> time, Doc. <laughs> so I decided. I decided. I not. I did not want to. Uh, <laughs> I did not want to. Right, you go to him with this problem. One, right, Ethiopian. So uh, I went online. He's in your buttocks. And luckily, <laughs> we have. Yes, exactly. We have. Wow. We have uh, Kaiser permanent, so everything's online and it's all like within system. So I could okay. very easily switch my doctor, right? And I did, and I switched him to Abingdon because it was closer, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I looked through. I was like, well, if they didn't have a picture, then they definitely weren't right. They're off they the were list. off the list. So it limits it to a degree. But then I saw this like petite young African American girl, right, with a with an American name. And I was like, you know what? She that's the finger I want in my butt. Right. So and and mind you, this is the first impression that she's ever had of me as a patient. Right. It's gonna be straight in your butthole. Right. right. So long story short, I went there, you know, she gave the old How do you do? Whoopsie do. She right. gave me the old how's your father? <laughs> and uh and and came up benign. There's nothing there. Right. So now I have to go for more testing. So you have no Wait, idea. What, what came up benign? Just like her, no, her no, no, no discernible shit? cause for okay. for bloody Ble- stool. Yeah, for okay. for the sissy space exceed from for, yeah, for his asshole vomiting blood. There's got to be something. Well, at that point, it was only two days. Oh, so then it kept happening, and then it stopped, and it hasn't happened this week at all. So I'm okay. like, what okay. the fuck? So. I'm thinking it's some type of like internal hemorrhoid. Right, right. Who knows? Yeah. But they're worried about their whole thing is like, I guess, ass cancer. So that's, I have a feeling that's what they're checking for. Uh-huh. Right. So you're waiting to hear back on some things. I'm waiting to hear back on some test results and I have to go see a GI guy okay. on next Friday. And you collected a, but uh, it has, a sample, a stool sample I, of yourself. Of well, your stool. <laughs> you should take him some of the dog shit just to see what happens. No, no, no. <laughs> so no, did you do it? It was called a stool card, and you had to. But you smear some on it. 
It was like a uh, more coffee, Mister. Okay, so, so she gave me <laughs> 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 Ricardo Montalban, motherfucker. She gave me this. Uh, it was like an envelope. Did you see they're remaking <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Dick. Island with the fucking dude Peter Dinklage as fucking oh, as, did, as Hervé Villachez? Oh my god! And, and who's the Mr. anyway? Anyway, back Rourke? to your card. No, we can keep talking about Peter Dinklage if you want. No, who's we'll get, Mr. We'll Rourke? Get to that. You can't we'll leave get that. To that. Uh, I don't know. I don't okay, fucking know, okay. man. I was less concerned about go, that go than ahead. I was Peter Dinklage. So, no, I just so, the, so tell us about the card. I don't understand the card. It was called, it was called a stool card. That's okay. what she referred to it as. And basically, this envelope. It had a a piece of tissue that you put over the toilet. Okay, and then so you put over the toilet itself, and then put the seat on top, and then you shit on the tissue paper to collect your shit so it doesn't go in the water it's similar to one of those liners like yes uh, yes okay. same material yeah, yeah, but so solid. it's like a poop net it's a poop net and it did does not work very well no because that. see here uh, like the it didn't like it doesn't account for weight right i'm a big guy and i well the thing, know, right and the thing the with me i don't necessarily shit every day <laughs> so when i do usually there's a lot to it so if I have something that's trying to catch that, yeah. it's basically just going to hit it. No, I need and the rest fucking... of it's going to be up my ass still because I'm not going to be able. I'm going to have to push through. Right. I need a. I need a catcher's mitt. Right. Essentially, exactly. I don't right. need a a, a a Kleenex. Right. Like. Right. I take man shits. You mm-hmm. know exactly. So. It just did. It wasn't so okay. So you're supposed to collect it, and then there's this little vial, and the vial itself like has a little lid. And it's like a plastic, I guess, like sewing needle size. And right. you just like stick it in for microscopic viewing. You take a sample, whatever. I made sure to, to smear it around a little bit. Got some <laughs> blood. Made it, I made it look as bad as possible. <laughs> right, right. Just <laughs> like a total horror show. Even though the doctor specifically said, you don't need to smear it around. I was like, nah. I didn't see it. anything on it. Right. So I you put it in and it had a self-addressed paid postage envelope and you mailed it away. So you're mailing poop through the mail. I mailed poop through the mail. Interesting. I'm just waiting to hear back for a result. I've done that before, but not on doctor's orders. <laughs> <laughs> what, mailed, mailed poop? Yes. That's a lie. I haven't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I've never I've never mailed poop prior to that. I did shit in a purse once. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> Wait, and you left five bucks hanging out of it or something? No, no. Is that the same story or... No, down by where we played that one night. Yeah, Raffy's. Yeah, yeah. Yes. is that the place where I, in the middle of a song, I had to take the worst shit, so I like yes. run off stage. That is the place. That is the yeah, place where you almost shit your pants on stage. That oh, was great. Oh my god. Fuck! Did you watch the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I haven't seen it yet. I watched like ten minutes of it. Rick Wakeman slays it. Yeah, he's his, good. His, I didn't see that. His fucking speech, his acceptance speech, it's like one of the funniest things I ever saw. It's fucking hysterical. Wow. Yeah, I saw it on a cheap cell phone recording like mm-hmm. the day after, but I haven't seen like the the official yeah, presentation. He, he owns that room so bad. And he caught a lot of he caught some shit for that too because apparently Chris Squire's widow was supposed to speak but he used all the time or something, Fuck which to that. me is horse shit. Because I'll take his time. Right. L- let them fucking talk, you know. You he's, can he's edit it later. Rick Wakeman, 
It's a wizard. He wears a cape. <laughs> he's magical. He's, he's, he's fantasy. He deserves company. 90 fucking seconds. I forgot who else got inducted. Fucking Tupac. Pearl Jam. Journey. Journey. And I yeah. heard like Steve Perry came out and accepted it. And then he just. Yeah. Then And then play. the Chinese guy came right. out and sang yeah. with him. I wonder if that was something contractual with, you know, the band, you know, whether conditions of playing was that, you know, it had to be their current band wow. and not that other dude. Now, is he in fact Chinese or are you just being like right. culturally insensitive? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing he's like, I'm guessing Vietnamese <laughs> or Thai. <laughs> and this fucking racist over here. What John. are you going to say? I mean, I don't know. Like, John over here. You're like, or did they have that <laughs> ching chang chong up on stage? If some random dude was trying to refer to me, he'd say that that white man. Like, <laughs> is he a fucking Indian? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do you get referred to as "Hey, white man"? What? <laughs> you takey land? How? <laughs> me give you wampum for squall. White man, fire water, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna get now. We're gonna get calls from the, from, from the one Indian from left. The Indians, <laughs> the Indians, <laughs> singular. <laughs> oh, I'm too fun. I've never met an Indian in my life. Too fun. I'm I'm part Indian. There you go. What part? <laughs> how how much though my would you cock. say? I don't know. A pretty significant amount, but it doesn't look like it. Is I, there I, any? It's all is Polak there any way at all see. you can? <clears throat> document that or in any way like have any yeah. sort of evidence i mean that? my aunt got like a, how about we how about we get you to talk to a wolf that would be proof enough for me talk to a, i could what about the, your aunt i could do the ancestry.com thing can and you, see for sure can you call down like, an eagle from the sky <laughs> there's a reason i ask <laughs> let me run this by you i don't know if i ever told you about this but this this guy i know he's right about my age he's got two kids <laughs> both of them are in high school i think right now and uh are you this guy he's got like one the dude's got one eighth Cherokee or one sixteenth or something relatively insignificant, but and he says when I fill out all my kids' college shit, any fucking thing that asks me my kids' race, I'm gonna put Native Native American. I'm gonna fill in that bubble because they have a certain the fucking they have to meet. exactly this the money and yeah. the shit they'll throw it at my kid based on just me choosing that. Not to mention them getting a it. job because of the equal opportunity. So just food for thought, man. If you, when you're filling out, if Jude's going off to college one day or something, fill out a scholarship I wanna, applications. I rape the system, and just Lord knows it's uh, done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I know you know we. You know, oh, I'm not above it. You get yeah. kickbacks and stuff for supporting a certain amount of minority or women-owned businesses. That's Damn. anything that us fucking white men would do. That's yeah, true. White man, <laughs> dude. Hansu Kim, dude. I like him. So I'm not allowed to just say Chinese guy referring to any. Uh, I mean, if somebody referred to you as a Mexican, would it? <laughs> yeah, but Mexican is pretty specific. Spanish. Well, they're both American. They're both. <clears throat> yeah, we're both. We're ne- right next to each other. Span- European Spaniards mixed with like indigenous, like you know, Caribbean, you whatever you a want. Canadian Incas Lions and all that and shit. Incans and Aztecs. Yeah. Well, that's that's like the equivalent of calling a Chinese man a Korean or you know, vice versa. Or, I wish I, I have no sense of, of that part of the world. Oh, I don't think most Westerners do. Or, or like call Australian and yeah. New Zealander. 
I'll fucking kill you for that shit. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Taking the Cynic Route. You can email us at cynicroutepodcast at gmail. You can tweet us at cynicroutepod. Check out our Facebook and our Patreon and our website, www.takingthecynicroute.com.